Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode of Unboxing Women, where we explore why women in business are often called such a bitch. Our aim is to explore how and why women are marginalized in the music industry, and we will also broaden our view to the underlying aspects of modern society in general. So my name is Micah Rose, and I'm joined today by Dana Rex. Hi. Um, we are both independent artists and singer-songwriters. I'm based in Germany. Dana is based in Belgium. And this is a live stream on Facebook and Instagram. I've said it enough times today. So we also have a YouTube channel where we upload the videos on Mondays. So, Dana, we've got a special topic today, don't we? Why don't you get us started? Yes, we do. We will talk about Keisha today and all of the fun things that happened with her and her ex-label and the producer, Dr. Luke, uh, to be more specific. Uh, sorry, got my in-ear in mm. my, my ears. Um, so, uh, to be honest, I found it very, very complicated. It's a big, complicated mess basically. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I've tried to map it out um, in a little bit of a timeline. So right. if you want, I can start us off with that. Um, yes. I don't know if, if uh, uh, everybody who is listening is aware. So Keisha is uh, an artist. Um, she had uh, her first hit with TikTok, you know, TikTok on the clock. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Uh, she also sang with uh, Pitbull on a couple of things. Timber, Timber is the one. Um, and yeah, she 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 had a couple of really big hits and uh, uh, and some awards and and all of that. So she's she's uh, uh, she's a big deal for. I mean, I think she's a big deal in the music industry. She's a, mm. a great artist in my eyes, and um, uh, she's had some issues with the gender thing so in um october 2014 kesha I, sh I should say Kesha, not Keisha. Kesha. I think it's Kesha, yeah. yeah. She sues Dr. Luke in California court for sexual assault and battery, among other things, um, which she claims happened in October 2005. So nine years before that. And wow. that was shortly after she signed a recording uh, deal with Luke. Um, and, and it is several years before her career took off with TikTok uh, mm -hmm. in 2010. So she alleges that Dr. Luke subjected her to long-term emotional abuse and fat shaming. So, right. um, you know, he, he basically was saying, uh, you know, uh, keeping, keeping her down psychologically to basically do what he wanted her to do with these songs and the, the whole brand and, and everything. Uh, keeping control of her is, is, is what she claims he was doing. Um, so it, she says it caused severe depression, post-traumatic stress, uh, social isolation, panic attacks, and, and all of these beautiful things. Um, so yes, um, she asked the judge to free her from her recording contract with Luke, uh, who has an imprint uh, called uh, Kemosabe Records with Sony Music. So she had the, the contract with Kemosabe Records, not with Sony. It was under Sony. Mm -hmm. Yes, but Kemosabe is under Sony, but she did have the yeah. contract with him. All right. Mm -hmm. So th that's where it all starts. Um, you know, the, the, the thing that I've 
kind of filtered out is that she did not get a lot of artistic input on any of the those albums when she was in that period of, of her career. And apparently she wrote a huge amount of songs which were never, ever cut, uh, which were never on the album. I mean, which were always cut from the album. Yeah. Right, yeah. So cutting cutting a song means also recording a song in our jargon for people who are not aware. Um, so it's frustrating as an artist. I can understand that. But do you think she made this up just to get out of the contract and to be able to be more free artistically? I mean, is this really the best strategy? Because so that's what the other side is saying, that she's just using these excuses and trying to get out from under yeah. it. Um, so um, I think Dr. Luke countersued her, didn't he? So He um, did. Uh, he countersued her for defamation yes. and um, uh, for several million dollars, I think. And um, uh, he um, said that obviously this had never taken place, the alleged battery, uh, etc. Mm -hmm. And um, there was also a complication because I think she um, stated in, um, what, what was it? What's it called? A declaration or she... Um, She stated in 2011 that um, she had never been um, sexually abused or attacked by Dr. Luke. So she said that in front of a court in 2011. So the court, when she then um, went against them for, for this, um, went against Dr. Luke, then said, but you said in 2011 in front of a court of law that this did not happen. Yeah. So they kept bringing that up against her which I mean understandably as a law like in a case of law um, but what I found most disturbing about the whole thing when I when I research into it is that um, it says um, this is a quote from somewhere um, most of the singer songwriters claims so Kesha's claims including emotional distress and employment discrimination are not valid legal causes of action for scrapping a contract in New York so you can yeah. get a divorce from an abusive spouse yeah. you can dissolve a partnership if the relationship becomes irreconcilable yeah. the same opportunity should be given <laughs> to somebody who is in, um, you know, a, a, a destructive relationship, you know, physically, emotionally, financially, um, and it should be available to a recording artist as well. Yes. Like it's kind of like filing for divorce. You, you, you do like a settlement or something that should be available, but that you can't, vo that it's not an, a valid legal cause to negate a contract absolutely insane to me it is it is to me too and uh, uh, is it not more likely she got to a point where it was clear she would uh because she was she was in depression and she 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 went um into it's not called rehab but um you know she went she she went to a clinic yes for to, for help i mean It was clear that she was really, she was leaning towards suicidal at one point or like, you know, going totally mental. Um, is it more likely that, you know, she would just make this up or is it more likely that she would uh, fight back by, you know, by, by telling the truth and saying, okay, look, um, in 2011, 
uh, or whenever she she w when did she say that? Oh, she said it after she sued him. Is that right? No, no let before. me see. Before, so she in two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, and as she stated. Uh, the other thing in 2011 but why yeah why did she why was she before court in 2011 to actually state that you know what was going on I at that moment that she had her. to say that and if she's under that same um pressure at that exact time well is it not logical that she would say no no everything's fine yeah. but but afterwards you know she she gets to a point where i mean she she became suicidal that you don't just get there on a whim no i i'm just thinking what is your strategy you know as an artist as a woman you're in this relationship you know imagine for a second nothing that she is claiming actually happened so he's normal um okay he doesn't cut her songs so they don't get on the albums because uh, he wants his songs on. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But he doesn't rape her. He doesn't abuse her. Would you really come out with this kind of story just to get out from under the contract? Really? That's a good question. Um, I think even if you were to come up with this kind of story, you would not suffer the emotional and um, mental breakdown that she suffered afterwards if it hadn't been real. That's yeah. what I would think. So I, I don't know. I think it's, it's very unlikely that she made it up. Um, yeah. It's, so I, I remember there was something, something to do with Katy Perry and Lady Gaga. Yes, I um, have that here. In combination with this. Mm. And, Sorry, um, just drinking. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> so um yes you mentioned he countersued her for uh defamation yeah. right so mm -hmm. it was something about keisha texting gaga and telling her that luke raped Katy perry but apparently that was indeed not true because perry testified afterwards in court to this and she said she was not raped by luke my question mm -hmm. is why would a text message between kesha and gaga be all of a sudden public knowledge. Who, who told the press? Did Gaga leak this? Who? Wh why is this? It's a text message between two people. Why is this in the public eye? Why was this, you know, researched or yeah. yeah, I mean, it must have been leaked. Um, How is that even possible? If if it wasn't her or Gaga? Question. It's a good question. So that's very strange to me. Um, mm. So, yeah, there's also a little quirk to this. So in 2010, and this might have to do with the 2011 uh, thing that she, that Keisha, Kesha, I, I keep saying Keisha, Kesha said in court is uh, in 2010, DAS, it's, um, you can call it uh, a communications marketing company. Let's let's just call mm -hmm. it that. Uh, they represent uh, they represented Black Eyed Peas and John Legend as well, for example. Uh, right. They sue Kesha for fourteen million dollars in unpaid commissions on work the company says they got from Kesha after she ended their contract, which is weird. So they didn't have a contract anymore, but she calls them up and says, work for me. And they just do it and then say, you, you owe us. I mean, shouldn't there be somebody who says, okay, but let's sign a contract or something. I, I don't know. 
They also sued Dr. Luke for $12 million for allegedly interfering in their partnership with Kesha. So, right. I, yeah, I remember reading about that. Yeah, so this is a third party also uh, suing Dr. Luke at this moment, mm -hmm. okay? So, I mean, this, this gets very complicated very fast. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a huge kind of amalgamation of different lawsuits that just pile on top of each other. And um, I don't even know if Kesha is the one who technically started this. Um, but um, I think there were lawsuits in, in place before because there must have been. Otherwise, she would not have testified in front of a court of law um, about not having been abused by Dr. Luke. So there must have been a lawsuit beforehand. And that asked the question, why was there a lawsuit beforehand? Um, so it's really just kind of... I don't know. The, the thing that really annoys me the most about the whole situation is that she was obviously not feeling very good in this this contract, this obligation that she had. Um, she obviously, if, whether the claims are true or not, she obviously felt these things. Yeah. So the the mere fact that she felt that way should have been enough to be able to negotiate a way out of the contract. Yeah. Yeah. And not just be like, no, you can't do that because blah, blah, blah. Like seriously, you don't want somebody working with you or for you that no. does not feel comfortable with you. You will not produce the good results you want. You will not get, like, you will not have any fun doing that. And you will potentially waste a lot of money because things like this happen that people will sue at some point to get out of the contract. And then you will lose even more money. You might lose rights on the, on the productions. You might lose rights on the songs you've recorded together. There's a whole lot of things. There's so much better ways to, like, sort these things out and just take people seriously when they say they're not feeling respected they're not feeling it's not just not feeling respected in this case she wasn't like she was feeling emotionally abused like the 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 fat shaming bit right it was like yeah to make her lose weight and stuff and and we all know kesha we all know she's really skinny right yeah i so, uh, yeah there's like Obviously, that must have come from somewhere. And um, I mean, maybe she's just naturally skinny, but I would never have said like, or thought that she needed to lose weight. So I don't understand people in general who tell someone you need to lose weight mm -hmm. unless, you know, you're morbidly obese and it's actually a, a, a kind of medical issue. And if you don't lose weight, you're going to die. Yes. Otherwise, it's none of your fucking business. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're maybe you maybe you're doing her brand and stuff, but whether she weighs ten pounds more or not will not make a difference to people. No, no, like, exactly. Seriously. Yeah, she was very, very uh, thin um, when she was doing TikTok and all of that. Mm. Um, and now, I mean, she looks healthier. She did put on a little bit of weight, but she looks great. You know, she she's yeah. come into her own, and she just looks so much calmer um that well in my opinion you know so and and yes the 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 girth of an artist has nothing to do with 
the the art that they bring you know you if you want a, a hit if you if you can write a hit song it's not because you're thin at that moment <laughs> you know what i yeah. mean uh, and a lot a lot of artists obviously um uh, I, I've seen this a, a lot of times. They become famous, you know, when they get their first hit or whatever. They're a little bit, you know, they're normal. They're 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 normal, <laughs> and then they lose a lot of weight. But why is that? That's because they've started touring, so they've been doing choreography like for days and days and days, and you know, they just get in shape. Um, uh, um, physically because they're they're doing all of this these things and and you know while before that they might have been a bit stressed. yeah exactly and before that they might have been just you know at home and they were writing songs and then this big thing hits and all of a sudden mm -hmm. they're dancing on stage every night with you know obviously all the rehearsals and everything so yeah. it's normal that you lose weight when you start this whole process mm -hmm. and then people are like oh you see because she was fat before now all of a sudden she's thin but sometimes it's not because they want to be thin or thinner that all of a sudden they lost weight it's because they're actively touring and dancing and doing videos with choreographies so i mm -hmm. think yeah a lot of a lot of that is uh, you know it's that people are very judgmental about that of oh yeah she she was fat because people she's thin now that for women yes for women and then oh yeah um um, you know, after that, oh, did you see Gaga? You know, she stopped touring and now she's 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 gaining weight. She might be pregnant, you know. So, no, she's just returning to like her normal bio, her normal weight. And, mm. and it's because she's not dancing every day anymore and not like, you know, totally, ah, I'm on tour here and doing 150 yeah. countries. So, you know, let her have a pizza once in a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, about yeah, men... Sorry, yeah. you go yeah, ahead go first. Ahead. Okay. It's not even just that though, isn't it? It's not just the food and, 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 and let her have a pizza. It's just, if you're like you said, if you're dancing every night um, for weeks on end or months on end, you're going to lose weight. You've got the rehearsals. You're just going to. You're going to burn more calories. You can eat as much as you want because you're going to burn them off anyway. Yeah. You know, so if you're at home... Uh, suddenly and you're not doing these things unless you're spending hours in the gym every day or yeah. every other day you're gonna go back that's the body that's how it works you're supposed to have like spaces where you know they don't call it I don't know if this is a thing in, in in English I don't think it is but in Germany we call it Winterspeck so it's basically winter fat ah right? yes <laughs> so, you, so you gain a little bit of winter fat to get you through the winter because that's how it used to work <laughs> yeah exactly you're right? you're cocooning you're like at home and it's like oh my god and now yeah, with, with corona we're like mm -hmm. oh let's have a glass of wine <laughs> Oh yeah, we're at home anyway. We don't need to drive anywhere, so <laughs> why not? Um, yeah, yeah uh, I, I what I wanted to say about because you were saying men and uh, get getting you know gaining weight or losing weight. I mm -hmm. have seen this happen recently that I I I thought, wow, you know, he gained some weight, and it was Sam Smith. Sam Smith mm -hmm. was a couple of months ago on the Graham Norton show, and yeah. um, because he he had released a thing and he was singing there, and I was very surprised uh, all of a sudden because he yeah he had gained a lot of weight actually, and uh, you know I don't really care about his weight. It just struck me, mm -hmm. um, but 
I have not heard anybody talk about this in any press. I haven't seen anything like, oh my God, Sam Smith has gained weight. Da, da, da. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's... The reaction is different. There, there so was I no reaction. Actually, no yeah, reaction. I have actually heard Sam Smith talk about this before because when he really started, yeah, he did a video or the, he it was I think it was a YouTube interview with what's her name. Um, uh, I don't remember her name. I'll try and find it later. Okay. But um, so it's a YouTube interview and he talks about this because he when he started um it, when his first album big like big hit hit basically um he was chubbier he was like a bigger guy um and he felt this pressure to lose weight so it's, it's he did feel the pressure as well and he just kind of lost a lot of weight really quickly because he was on tour because he was doing stuff yeah. you know yeah. and then um, he felt the pressure to keep it and it crept back up. So it's kind of for him, it's kind of like a, it's not, he was always skinny. He's always been kind of, he said a, a little bit chubby and then it's like, I've been hard to lose okay. weight. Okay. So it's interesting because at the same time, I don't think anybody would really say like, like, yes, you look at him and you say, oh, okay, he's gained a lot of weight. I'm surprised. But you won't say, oh, God, he's gained a lot of weight. That doesn't look good at all. You know, and like with women, it's always like, oh, my God, she's gotten fat. Yeah. You know, so it's a completely different reaction. And the tabloids rip you a new one if you gain weight. So <laughs> they <it's> do. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. What what I actually this is this is good i mean yes let's let's try and find that youtube interview and put it in the show notes mm -hmm. um so he did he did say that he felt the pressure to keep the weight off yeah basically like know, a woman would do i don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that he's gay so maybe he feels different pressures as well yes. as a gay man because there's that community as well who are very visually fixated a lot of um gay men but yes. um I don't know. Maybe if it, it would be really interesting to have the differentiation of like straight and uh, gay woman and straight and gay man and like cis and transgender and whatever. Wait, cis is straight, isn't it? I keep getting mixed up with this, but it would be really interesting to see the different perspectives for yeah. people who have gone through this to see who actually reacts to what and who thinks what about what, because that mm. would be that would be an in-depth study. It would <laughs> be really cool. It would. Yes, we, we will do a poll. Um, so thank you for joining everybody. I think that's all for today. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you for tuning into Unboxing Women. We went from lawsuits to uh, being fat or not. You know, that's, it's a journey. Um, so be sure to connect with us on all the socials, uh, which you can find obviously in the show notes. And let me just go to a banner. Please do post your own experiences on your story or DM us with, um, uh, well, tag us with hashtag such a bitch and DM us uh, and just let us know your experiences when you've been called such a bitch, when there have been gender uh, issues uh, where you are in your work or in your life uh, it doesn't have to be in the music industry but yes um, we obviously mostly talk about that let us know let us know uh, join the movement let's make some changes 
Um, and let's break the glass ceiling. Also, to support your favorite artists in this uh, strange time, you can Google your local COVID-19 arts fund to donate whatever you can or check which charity your favorite artists uh, recommend. Uh, if you want to donate to them directly, you can also go to SoundCloud where uh, most of the artists have a button to donate directly to their PayPal. Um, so, yes. Um, my name is Dana Rex and I've been chatting with Micah Rose. And this is a bi-weekly show. Our next episode will be um, on the 12th of November because last week we, we skipped a week. So now we have two weeks, um, one after the other. So same time, same place. Thanks again for listening and we will see you very soon. Bye. Bye.